Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Talking Trots with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hello, it's Friday, which means two things. Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657 and also Gloucester Park tonight and a big card. We have the traditional uh, rotary club of Fremantle Pace, which we see Chicago Bull, and it's I think it's D-Day for Chicago Bull, drawn one. He's $1.20 after two uh, below-par performances in his first two uh, starts back from a spell, but uh, tonight gets his chance to really um, show that he's, that he's back. And uh, we'll have a chat uh, about that. And also, we'll deep dive into a few races with our man Scott Bomber-Hill. And, uh, of course, BK in the last segment to uh, give us a few tips over East. Uh, and a big special guest, a uh, man we spoke about, uh, I think, last week, Adam Hamilton, who's uh, finishing up at uh, Sky and Tabcorp. And um, we're going to chat about his career in just a moment. But a big welcome to my good friend, Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Morning, Michael. Good to be here, as always. Looking forward to a big night at GP, as always, after we just managed to finish up in front yeah. last week. Thanks to our man, Aldo Cordoparsi, on Better Than Gouda. Put us one unit up for the night, so uh, we're glad to get out. But uh, some good racing at GP tonight, and we look forward to that. Firstly, very many happy returns for yesterday, uh, Rads. What well, was the uh, 50? Yeah, <coughs> 40, 45, actually. 45. Yeah. No, and I know you had a good night because yeah. you were down there <laughs> drinking VB at uh, CJ's in Maylands. Yeah, so, had, one, um, had one on the way home. Very good. <laughs> now, we do have a very special guest today, and we I do. can't wait to get into that. Um, he's been an icon of harness racing sure for has. as long as I can remember, through In the Gig and through all of his... Um, uh, journalism. It's been uh, it's been a great journey, and can't wait to uh, have a chat to him because there's been no better promoter of harness no. racing in Australia, in my opinion. So, uh, looking forward to getting into that. And of course, we've got Bomber with some uh, winners tonight at Gloucester Park, and we'll top it off at uh, BK. But first of all, Rads, where is the bull at? We've never seen a duck egg alongside his name. Yeah, look, I'm not quite sure. Obviously, tonight's going to be a big. Um a big race for him because if, if he doesn't win tonight, then his, his future racing career is in jeopardy because, you know, he, he, I think it's all on the line tonight. So uh, I'm not sure where he's at, to tell you the truth. But, I mean, he's $1.20 tonight. He should win, and he should win emphatically, and that's the big thing as well. Drawing the pole, he yeah. should just get straight to the front, and yeah. that should be the end of it. So 100%. hopefully for all harness racing fans yeah. in WA, that is the case because we would love to see him continue to 100%. go around. What's your view on relegation of horses uh, that cause interference in races? There is a lot of interference, and um, what's your view on ne- that? Never been a big fan of it. No, no. For, for some, I've just you know I've, I've seen you know uh, horses, particularly in New Zealand, where for you know uh, getting relegated for you know things that, that probably weren't worth worth it. So yeah, I've never been a big fan. Yep. Okay. Uh, I do agree. Yeah. But because um, it, it is a fine line, yeah. but uh, do agree. Glad to see we're on the same yeah, page as, as always. always. <laughs> now, finally, finally, yeah, you've got a draw. Us, 
Monday. Is there any chance Betty's destroyer hit at Pinjarra on Monday? Got the poll. I think she'll be. I think she'll be short, and I think we should get the cash. Radley, Hopefully. come on, please. Yeah, yes, no, we, I think we'll win. I think we'll yeah. win. Good. All right, there's yeah, one. Well, there's pressure as well from Metacroft. Oh, no, here we go. <laughs> uh, no, there is, uh, there's the first winner of the show, so uh, Better's Destroyer, yeah. Race 5 at Pinjarra. I haven't seen what the price they've, they've indicated, oh, but you, it'll You're doing your best to get out of it, Rad. It'll probably be a couple of points on that. Anyway, <laughs> all right, it's, it's been a big introduction. Yes. Let's, let's get into our guest, and uh, it's... He is, as you said, you've, you've built him up a long way and he's been sitting on the line listening to it. And Adam, without any further ado, let's get you in. Adam Hamilton, welcome to the show. How are you, mate? Oh, I, I don't know how I follow that intro, boys. But uh, <laughs> look, awesome to be on with you. Uh, you know, lovely words. There's no doubt it's a bit of a sentimental time in, uh, you know, in my life, let alone my career at the moment. And we'll talk more about it soon. But um yeah, look, it's been quite humbling. Some of the uh, some of the calls and messages and uh, and feedback I've had to, uh, I guess you'll say this this juncture in my career. Let's put it that way, guys. Yeah, it, 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 I, I know leaving uh, Sky Channel. It's a, it's a it's a it's a feeling, especially if you've been there a long time. You've been there probably two and a half times longer than I was. But um, you know, you make a lot of great friends, and also uh, it is the focal point of of coverage of. of of our sport, which is, you know, it's 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 fairly hard to give up in in some aspects. Adam, was it was it a tough decision for you? Incredibly, incredibly tough, and it was that, um, you know, that connection and and being, you know, at the absolute uh, forefront, the coal face of the really big race nights uh, and the adrenaline and the anticipation that goes with it. Uh, on all of those big nights, you know, uh, I've had so many of those big nights over your way, those three inter-dominions you had uh, only going back a few years ago with Lenny the Shark, Smolder and Lazarus were were magical times. And, you know, that added atmosphere across the park of being able to almost reach out and touch the horses as well makes it extra special. But, yeah, look, that was a really, really big... Uh, uh, that that was the hardest part of my decision, Um you know, my my role and involvement with Tab and Sky has, has certainly morphed over the years and it was a really, really uh, big part of, um, you know, big part of my 26 years involved um, at Sky, but in the past 10 years, more involved on a management level and, and I guess, strategic level with uh, with Tab and Sky as well. And, um, Look, I just, I just felt it was time for change. I've had a magnificent time there. Um, I've had so many incredible opportunities. Uh, the support I've been able to, you know, I've been given um, not just in racing, but, you know, to be able to represent the brand courtside at Australian Open Tennis on the ground with Bruce McAvaney for AFL Grand Finals um, next to the stage on Brownlow Nights, um, you know, next to the track for the Formula One Grand Prix, things like that. Opportunities that, you know, sports nuts like all of us only dream of. And I've got so much to thank them for. But the hardest thing um, to farewell will be doing the really big nights of harness racing alongside of some great people and, and, uh, and also, you know, taking the sport into people's living rooms as we've done since... Scarily, way back in about 1996, we went into people's home sky. Adam, your love and passion for harness racing and the horse 
and just everything that goes with it is, uh, has been amazing over the journey. Can I ask how you got into harness racing? What, was, uh, what ignited the passion uh, for, for yourself uh, for harness racing? Yeah, it's, look, it certainly wasn't a family thing. Um, Dad followed racing a little bit. Um, I used to you know, tag along with him to his work and um, they'd have a punters club on a Saturday, which you know, I think was a bit of an institution. And when we'd drive back from you know, his work, he'd finish about lunchtime, we'd stop in at the tab and he'd put on the punters club bets for the day. Um, you know, that's probably where I first got introduced into it. One of my aunties followed racing. And then it was it was probably a little bit later than a lot of people. It was about sort of 15, 16 when I really started to get into it. Um, the first big race day I went to uh, was a thoroughbreds race day. Strawberry Road won the 83 Cox Plate, and I certainly had the bug after that. Um, I then became really good mates with a guy called David Simpkin at, at uh uh, in sc- at school in Geelong and his dad was a bookmaker at the races and the trots and it was about 16 where I started to go to the Mooney Valley trots every Friday night they were sensational it was in the the great golden era the you know the Vinnie Knights the Andrew Pieces the Teddy Demlers the Gavin Langs the Brian Gass all of those absolute legends of the sport were at the peak of their powers when I used to get along. I'd stand on the corner of uh, Noble Street and, and Shannon Avenue in Geelong and wait for Doug Simpkin, the bookie, to pick me up and take me up uh, to to Mooney Valley every Friday night. And, and it was sensational. It, it wasn't what every 16-year-old did, but it's well and truly where I caught the bug, guys. There's some amazing names amongst that lot, that's for sure. And over your journey, you've certainly worked with some of the best there is in the media can I ask who's been your biggest influence on your career, Adam? Um, biggest biggest influence, and, and I know anyone who's had anything to do uh, with this guy will say exactly the same thing, and I think it's, it's the ultimate. Um, forget about the incredible work that Bruce McAvaney has done himself in his career. Um, think more of the remarkable, the selfless, the, the continual support that he's done in nurturing others in the media. And, you know, I was really lucky that um, that I got to know Bruce when I was in my early 20s. Um, he opened the door for me to do uh, a Sunday segment with him on Sports World, the old Sports World show, looking back on harness racing action from the night before. And how many guys in their mid-20s get a call up to go and do that? And that was that was sensational. Every Sunday... From wherever I was, if I went to an Inner Dominion in Perth, I'd find a TV studio for Channel 7 and do Sports World. Same in Brisbane, same when we went to New Zealand, everywhere. It was fantastic. And then Bruce got me involved in, uh, in you know, the thoroughbred racing coverage uh, after that as well. So biggest influence, without doubt, Bruce McAvaney. Um, but, but you talk about influence as well. Um, it was at... I think it was the 93 Miracle Mile where I first met a guy you both know well in Michael Gurren. Um, uh, I had, at that stage, I had hair almost almost down to my backside. I had an earring. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was pretty full on. It wasn't a stud. It was the big uh, the big bangler. And, uh, um, yeah, a bit, bit of a lair back in the day. And, and this fast-talking Kiwi tapped me on the shoulder and he said, do you fair to say you're Adam Hamilton? <laughs> um, and we went out and had 
the first of about 10,000 beers together, I think, that night. Became great mates um, after that uh, after that miracle mile. And um, he has been a huge, huge influence on me. And, and, uh, and to me, it really solidified the... the you know, the notion that, you know, together you can conquer because, you know, we both had our own patches, but we both complemented each other so well and we continue to do so. Um, and I think together we had, we were very different people with different sort of skill sets, um, but together we made each other better and we travelled the world and we did so many great races together and, you know, hopefully we'll continue to do so in future as well. So, yeah, Michael Guerin, or, or Mick Guerin, as I still call him, uh, has been an enormous influence on me as well. Adam, you, you've, you, we've spoken about, obviously, your media, and, and Bruce is actually a, a harness man at heart as well, which is even better. I, I think he, didn't he, call, he used to call it Globe Derby and called and that... And Wavell. Uh, Wavell, called that wonderful um, Derby, Gamalite versus Poppy, when Poppy first burst on the scene and galloped on the home turn. And uh, the plunge didn't come off, but um, uh, you've, you've seen a lot of great horses. I know you. I think your favourite was just about uh, Pro Chevalier. What, what was your favourite uh, race that you covered? Like, is there a year that stood out for an Inter Dominion or a Miracle Mile? You're right about Pro Chevalier being my favourite horse, and and, uh, and and I think deservedly so. And I cop a lot for being a Victorian and not saying Popular Arms my favourite yeah. horse, but. I saw Poppy. Um, I saw him at the end. Um, but the absolute formative time in my life was standing in the most remote back corner of the grandstand with 40,000 people at Mooney Valley, bigger than any modern-day Cox Plate crowd. And lucky I was relatively tall. I could get on my tippy toes and see over the heads of others to see Pro Chevelli win that. Uh, 85 into Dominion final after he'd won a Hunter Cup by about 40 metres. Um, the only shame with him is that we didn't get to see more of him over a longer period of time because of his injuries. And as you well know, Mick, and you probably know as well, Mort's, um, you know, one of the most satisfying moments for me came over your way only a few years ago when I got to interview um, Barry Perkins, who he's never been a media man. He's mellowed as in his older years, yep. obviously, but... That was an incredible moment for me to, to talk in depth to the guy who really got me hooked on harness racing through his horse, Pro Chevalier. So, yes, he's, he's the best horse. He's the most special horse. He's the most influential horse. Um, as far as an era goes, look, it's a little bit hard to pin down, but, you know, I, I still think that mid-90s time... Um, a horse called Golden Rain. Um, when I was getting involved in the game, a guy who really gave me a lot of time and we became great mates was uh, was Chris Elford. He was still at the relatively early part of his career. Um, and we had a super, super um, friendship and, and they're still great mates now, but through those mid-90s. And to be mates with him and be part of the whole Golden Rain Inter-Dominion experience at Christchurch in 95 was utterly phenomenal. It's the greatest Inter-Dominion field I've ever seen, you know, like, you know, Choken, Master Musician, Blossom Lady, Victor Supreme, Desperate Comment, Young Mr. Charles. The list just goes on. It was, it was, the, I, I, I can't say there's ever been an Inter-Dominion, a better Inter-Dominion final field than that. And Golden Rain, who was renowned as a stayer, Chris Elford dared to sit last on him and come with one run and beat them. 
Um, and and then he had to survive a protest from uh, Anthony Butt on uh, on Blossom Lady as well. It, it, it was an incredible moment. And look, there's been some glorious, glorious chapters along the way. The Blacks of Fake era was great. Um, you know, I had a I had an on again, off again relationship with Nat Rasmussen. But but look, I enjoyed that. Nat Nat is a very unique person. Um, and, you know, probably one of her greatest quotes, which they put up in headlines in a Herald Sun story I wrote was, I don't like people. I'd prefer <laughs> to be I'd prefer to be in the bush walking blacks of fake than talking to people like you. Um, yeah. And that's true. That's the sort of person she is. But but we we found a way. And 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 I think one of the things I'm proud of is that I think I helped her enjoy the latter stages of Blacks of Fake career because she started to go to a few events. And all I pleaded with her was, you know, and it turned out I was wrong because I said, you'll never get another horse yeah. like him. And <laughs> she has had others in New Zealand. But, yeah. um, but I think she got to enjoy him better yeah. in the last yeah. year of his career. And, and, and uh, you know, she's not the sort of person that will ever say, thanks, Adam, but I reckon she might inside. Yeah, yeah that's great. Uh, mate, before we let you go, of course, um, uh, the jewels is on over in the uh, in New Zealand, which is, you know, you've you've covered a lot of New Zealand racing. Um, probably a, a horse that we're really interested in, and great to get your opinion of him is a horse that's going to be joining the Gary Hall stable uh, in the not too distant future. In your so fine, what's your impressions of, of your so fine, and and is he a chance on um, on Sunday? He's been supported from twenty one dollars into twelve dollars here on Tab Touch. Yeah, certainly looks uh, a lovely type in the making, and um, you know we know seniors going over there to uh, to have a look at him, and you know history says probably a few others as well, and you know not sure whether Bondi's going over this year yeah, as well, they, but they flew out together. <laughs> yeah, well there you go. They 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 seem to have developed a, a bit of a yeah. mateship, don't yeah, they? Yeah, no, they do. They yeah. go out for they go out for dinner I think every couple of months, and Gartrell's in there as well, and yeah, no they. They, they do they do chat to each other, but um, yeah, no, they, they've gone over and uh, obviously obviously they're very competitive um, because you know they're, they're looking for the same type of horse and, and those sort of things. But uh, I, you know, a friendship has developed between the two. And I think it's I think it's absolutely terrific as well. It'll just help both of them enjoy the sport even more as well. So yeah, you're so fine. Really lightly raced. Look, just oozes talent. It's going to be hard from barrier 11 for those who don't really know Cambridge. It's a, I call it a sausage dog track. It's got long home straights, but uh, long straights, but really tight bends. And if you're wide on those bends, it'll just rip your heart out. So you've got to be pretty special. You need a lot of luck from back row draws. And there's a bit of a freak in the race. Mark Purden drives for, you know, for the new head trainer of that stable, uh, Hayden Cullen, a horse called a Kuta, who he just, he looks like he could be the next really big thing from, you know, what we used to know as the All-Stars barn. So, um, but I think you're so fine. definitely a definitely a place chance in it and could have been a little bit more than a place chance with a decent draw. So, but a lot of interest in the, the likes of Krug and Copy That, um, who will be making their way over to Queensland to run in the, uh, the big Queensland carnival as well. But, you know, from a WA point of view, everyone's got to set the alarm early, have a coffee, 17 minutes past eight, it all starts uh, your time because I reckon in the space of the next 12 months, there'll probably be about 15 horses out of this meeting that'll end up over your way. 
Yeah, it's it's actually, it's actually a great time. You get up, you have your coffee and toast, and, and you can you can have a bet and watch New Zealand trotting. It's fantastic, Adam. <laughs> um, yeah, mate, absolutely. Yeah, jump jump online and um, have a look at anyone anyone who wants to have a bet. Uh, Mick Gurren tweeted out his punting preview of it, and yeah. I've never seen a guy who would have put more hours into trying to find us a winner at the meeting. So uh, have a look at that. There's a lot of shorties, but Mick realises that you've got to look for the value to make a quid. So uh, jump on his Twitter if you're going to have a play on Sunday. Beautiful. Adam, mate, thanks for your time. Really great chatting to you, and no doubt we'll catch up uh, very shortly. And uh, I don't think it's about to be too long before we um, to, to see you back in uh, doing what you do best. Thanks, mate. Yeah, good on you guys. Great to chat. Uh, Mort, thanks for your great support of the industry as well. And uh, Mick, keep up the great work over there. See you soon, guys. Good on you, yeah. Adam, Adam Hamilton there. Oh, fantastic. The Wonder Boy. The Wonder Boy. And um, I've just loved his passion, Michael, oh, over the years. He's been unquestioned and his knowledge, uh, he presents very well. Just been and, great and for the sport. There's, there's no one, I've worked with Adam a lot over the years, produced and stuff like that. There's no one who's more professional than Adam and delivery is just there was no one in his class and it's going to be a, a loss but hopefully he's not lost to to the industry and this segment is brought to you by Retrovision who else if it's good enough for Tim and Digby to bring you Adam Hamilton it's good enough for here at SEN Track 657 Talking Arnas WA your local WA electrical, electrical appliance specialist RAC members receive an additional 5% every day and it's it's our 60th it's birthday, birthday month. It's yeah, birthday month for the whole month. We're giving away... That's what I do. <laughs> for the whole month. The whole month. Well, we, we, we tried to sync it with your birthday, Rats, yeah. but this yeah. month we're giving away 60 prizes in 30 days. Two prizes every day by simply shopping at Retrovision or just go to the website and sign up. It's that simple. How fantastic is that? All right, as we go to the break, let's uh, go back. The Group 1 last week was the Diamond Classic and we spoke about... Uh, Greg and Sky Bond heading over to New Zealand. They took it out with Ryan Warwick and the, and the Sulky with In the Spotlight. Eagle Rooney struggling, but in the spotlight had raced well clear, taking the mickey, trying hard with Sovrana and around the outside is Extraordinary Mary, in the spotlight is clear on the turn, has he gone too early? He leads seven metres in front holding them at the moment though, from taking the mickey, 29 to the third quarter, then Sovrana further back is Extraordinary Mary, but in the spotlight is a super strong two-year-old filly and races away from taking the mickey and Sovrana and in the spotlight wins Brilliantly from taking the Mickey Sovrana, extraordinary Mary. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Running off the back, still Joey James leading the way. Joey James from Max Gold, and then came on better than Gouda. Q-Town Ripper and continues to peg up the inside, running on. And wider out is Pierre Whippy as they come around the home turn, though. Still Joey James is clear from Max Gold. I'm better than Gouda. And then came Q-Town Rippering in the straight, though. Is Joey James nicely clear? I'm better than Gouda down the outside. And then Max Gold, Joey James clinging on, though. I'm better than Gouda's flashing. Joey James in front. I'm better than Gouda diving. Joey James beat I'm better than Gouda, Max Gold, and then Pierre Whitby. Yeah, that was on better than Gouda. To the cheers of the Talking Harness WA fans getting yes. the cash at chanting, $5. Chanting Eldo in the background. Yes. What a drive. Short half head. They don't pay for winning by more. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. This segment is brought to you by our good friends at Steel Blue Boots. Built for comfort, 
made for work and there is no better work boot ever in the world. It is just, just the best. The most comfortable, and it doesn't matter where you wear them, uh, Rads, and I probably got them on now, I'm sure, but uh, Australia's leading supplier of work boots, and of yep. course... Um, they're pretty busy at the moment with all the mining going on. There's uh, not too many miners that aren't wearing steel blue, that's no. for sure. No, no, no. All my, all my staff wear them as well, the track staff, everyone. So uh, the, even, the, um, <clears throat> even the chefs, they love them. Very you, good. You're on your feet all day. <laughs> Nicole, is she into them yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> More than me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, because Nicole actually gets out that's, and does She does work. stuff. Yes. It's just the look for me. Yeah. <laughs> they don't go so well on the lounge, do they? No, no. All right, so let's get into it. Our good man, uh, good mate, Bobber Hill, joins us. Hello, Bobber. Morning, guys. How you going? Good. We've got the cash last week in the uh, in the final tip with I'm better than Gouda, and that's the main thing. The mighty outer. He uh, yeah. knock there ah, as possible. Yes. Uh, yeah, got us out of trouble. All it was right. a good. It was a good end to Friday night, and then how good was Saturday night, Bomber? <laughs> how good was that? The Bombers. Been a great week. Every West Coast supporter I've ran into this week, I've made sure I've had a really, really good chat to, and it's been <laughs> really enjoyable. And, and the Knights finished off the weekend really on a great start, yes. beating, beating beating Manly, which is even better. Yes. Has the swab come back on that game yet? <laughs> yeah. well, from the from, from the ref, maybe. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into it. We're going to have a look at race number two, and uh, it is the Myrie. Uh, 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 ceramics and uh, it is uh, race number two over the 21 at 30 metres and we got Rock Me Now at $5 in from six, the horse at $17 Gale Force at 15 Flying Scotsman 31 Plutonium at $2.60 at $2. it's favourite 260 in solid Texas Star at $21 BJ's Boy at 21 The Stars Above $4.80 The Surrogate 26 and Kadiro at $4.20 Been getting a bit excited once we talked about the Knights it's put me off a little bit <laughs> Bomber, what have we got in the first uh, race? We're going to look at race number two. Pretty keen uh, plutonium here. I think he's got enough speed from the middle of the line to probably cross Rock Me Now, who, who will have eyes on the on the front. But he takes a little bit to wind up. That's 100, 150 metres just to really get to top speed. And I think plutonium might have put enough of a margin on him by then to cross. And from in front, really can't see how they beat him. He's not hopeless if he doesn't lead, but... If he does happen to find the pegs, I think he goes from a two dollar sixty shot to, you know, very, very, very deep into the red, and uh, yeah, pretty keen him tonight. Uh, firstly, we do apologise to the sponsor of that race, <laughs> it's my my ceramics. Ceramics, uh, yeah. looking at the last word, thanks to our very good friend Tim Walker at Tab Radio. Chris Folk on Rock Me Now looks a suitable race. Won well when he led last time, and. Plutonium, winnable race, but it's an awkward draw. We'll win if he can lead. So there could be a bit of pace on. Be interesting to see that first couple of hundred metres. But Bomber, race two, number five, Plutonium. What's the staking plan there? Yeah, two-unit bet to kick us off, like I said. I think if he leads, we get a really good watch. But, yeah, certainly not hopeless if he can't cross. All right. That's race number two. Race number three is the Australian Marine Corporation. Uh, pace over the 21.30 metres. I've got the thumbs up from Mort's there. <laughs> and we got the, the pole marker Power and Grace at 155 for the inform um, Grant, uh, Grantham and um, Michael Brennan. Brennan team. They're, geez, they're going good. Flying. Um, and that is 155. Highview Sadler at $91. Alter Intrigue at 13 Caveman at $10. My Sweet Deal 41 
Blissful Abbey at $41, our Mr. Cayley at $26, Alta Blues at $310, and to infinity beyond $91 from the front line. The only runner off the back line is Who's Who in the Zoo, $18 and $2.45 the place. Bomber, what are we going in race number three? Yeah, that $2.45 the place, Who's Who in the Zoo, it looks a really, really nice place price for me. I think he follows the leader through and uh, I don't think he will lose his helmet at any point. He's, you know, he probably doesn't have the ability to knock him over, but that probably plays into his hands a little bit and Grantham will know that, you know, he's probably not able to beat him and he's not going to try and keep him in a pocket. He'll be he'll be taken off from the 600 to make these horses work harder out wide and that's going to play right into the big fella's wheelhouse and I think he, he's a really, really big chance. He can break 57 home and, and go close to 56 and that'll be enough to hold on to a place here. Yes, agree, Brom, uh, Bomber, Michael Brennan, and um, they're certainly uh, their stable is absolutely going very well. So uh, all we need to do is just hang on to the uh, coattails. So race number three, number ten, who's who in the zoo? What's the staking plan there for a place? He's a two-unit place bet as well. I, I've marked him into the red actually for the place, so it looks a nice bit of value. Mm. Yeah, I like that. All right, all right. Uh, take, hold on there, Bomber. We'll come back and uh, look at a couple of more races. But as we do, it was that team again, Brennan and Grantham, aren't they? In form, we've spoken about it. They combined with Miss Paducah to take out the co-feature last week, the APG Consolation Final, and she beat the boys. She led uh, all of the way. Danger, chance eclipse. It's coming out of the pack, giving chase. And then came Aussie Scooter. Further back is Bedor's Destroyer now. It's getting home okay as well. They come to the turn. Miss Badika has got the lead, but chance eclipse is trying to close in. And then came Aussie Scooter and Bedor's Destroyer. Miss Badika lifting though. She responds beautifully, Miss Badika. And Miss Badika bolted away now from chance eclipse. And then came Aussie Scooter and Bedor's Destroyer, but Miss Badika is going to walk in and races home to win it well from chance eclipse second, about 10 metres away, two metres away third Aussie scooter. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. And still the leader, Patrona Star. Boom time under pressure, trying hard. Diego the inside. Then Rakas sinks. Shanway to the outside and further back is Quick Stride. In the straight though, Patrona Star clear from Boom time. Diego the inside. Patrona Star's in front though from Boom time. Diego and Shanway. Patrona Star in front. And Patrona Star beat home Boom time. Diego clipped the wheel of Patrona Star but ran third. Wide out Shanway. Good run again. Yeah, good return to um, to the track for Patronus Star. And no doubt that he's got some big plans and he'll be tackling the free-for-all horses and cups horses uh, in the months to come. And this segment is brought to you by our good friends at Bayswater Mazda. Go and see Anthony and the team and find out why driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. Mortz has done exactly that. Yes, I can tell you why it's better driving um, with Bayswater Mazda because we bought one from... Yeah. Bayswater Mazda and driving is better yeah, with sure Bayswater is. Mazda and the team. Great team out there. Just yeah. such a relaxed environment to buy a car and the after-sales service is good and the coffee they made me was outstanding. <laughs> that's, that's always a bonus. It's worth going back just for the coffee. Yes. All right, let's get into our next race. We're going to look at it. It is race number four. It's the Elan Energy Pace over the uh, 2130 metres and we have Smart Fortune at 550, Rebchenko at $4.00. 
Rock and Roll Whitby at 71. Back in 20 for Justin Prentice and Madison Brown. 275 into even money, $2. Jimmy Mack at $23. Uh, I'm better than Gouda, $91. Big price as he goes up in class. Talker up at 91. Not a better than Ario at $12. Son of a Tiger at 19. And the only runner off the back line is the former slipper winner, Jasper Vella Beach, at $7. Bomber, which way are we going in race four? He's our big player of the night. Back in 20, think he just he's a massive chance of leading. See, this is a 200-metre race, really. If he if he's able to cross the one before the corner, he becomes a $1.10 chance and absolutely grows a leg in front, this bloke. Eight-time eight winner from nine in front. Madison, a good gate driver, and, yeah, he's a really, really big chance of crossing and not completely hopeless from the breeze. I think the one horse is very lazy if he does hold up. So, yeah, pretty keen back in 20 tonight. Yes, and very confident in the last word. Justin Prentice going well each way. Really? <laughs> Bomber, I, I, I am... That's, that's, that's almost that's, declaring that's, it for that's Justin. Declaring. Bomber, I'm, I'm with you here. This is a, this is a load-up race, so... Um, Back in 20, into even money. Still good value. Um, Michael's obviously had put his bet on. What's the staking plan here, Bomber? Yeah, three-unit bet, as I said. The big play for the night. And if he crosses, we're just going to enjoy this for about 1,950 metres, I think. Yeah, with you. And for our good mate, Bobby Fowler, as well. Yes. Of a Maryland part of own... Uh, Back in 20. All right, that's uh, to the final race we're going to look at, and it is race number six. This is um, the uh, happy Car- uh, Harry Caparero, Westbred four- and five-year-old mares. Uh, Harry passed away not that long ago, and um, a great breeder in WA, and uh, he's, he's still, his mark's still being felt uh, in the breeding industry uh, with his horses. And we're going to look at uh, race number six now, and we have uh, Shamaya at $21.00. At a Tarantella at twelve dollars, Alta Angel at twelve dollars, Star of the Class at nineteen, Better Packet seventy one, Fireball Friday at ninety one, fifty five Reborn at two thirty and favourite, Cynthia May ninety one dollars, Delightful Reaction at ten dollars. Then the back line we have Triple Brie at twenty one dollars, and actually She's Our Hope is uh, to is the favourite at two twenty. Not much between the eleven She's Our Hope at two twenty and fifty five Reborn at two thirty. Bomber, which way are you going in race number six? This is our big value player of the night, and Ada Tarantella, absolutely flying since joining the Peterson camp. I'm a massive fan of this bloke as a trainer, and, and this man, she was very, very good two starts ago from the breeze when did a mountain of work and then had a soft run Tuesday night. And I think she's the leader tonight, and she can rub, run sub-30s all the way, and that might just be enough to keep a few of these off the bit. The one that does scare me is she's our hope with her high speed from the back. But, um, yeah, Aaron T- Ada Tarantella, I think she's going to give us a massive side in front at Big Cross. Yes, good to see you. Been racing well. We'll be driving her positively. Always like to hear that, particularly when we're on. So what's the staking plan, Bomber? Yeah, one unit bet over the double-figure odds. So, um, yeah, like I said, she's just flying. And if she can just run along in front, going to be a very, very hard commodity to catch. Yeah, $12. Great value. Beautiful. Great way to, uh, great way to finish our tips at $12 and a bit of confidence early, which is good. Yes. So we'll, we should have plenty in the Tab Touch account by the time we get to race number six. Bomber, thanks for your time and uh, mate, uh, good luck on uh, Saturday with uh, the big game over here in the West, the Dreamtime game here at Optus Stadium and no doubt you and Mortz will be cheering on uh, the Bombers against the Richmond Tigers. We certainly will and uh, yeah, it's great to be able to talk footy again and uh, good luck to your nights as well. <laughs> Thank you. I don't, I don't think we'll be betting Parramatta unfortunately this week with half the team out and they're at full strength but anyway, 
where there's life, there's hope. Bummer, thanks for your time, and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Pleasure, guys. Have a great weekend. All right, as we go to the break, um, Chicago Bull was the favourite last week, but he drifted and uh, he's down the track. He gets his chance to bounce back tonight. But tell you what, it was a massive boil over in the end result. Madison Brown, who we're, we're uh, supporting tonight with back in 20, was uh, on board the Gary Hall train. Whose idea was this? Who got up on the inside and won at $51. Ideal line of the inside and on the outside coming at him hard is Stroke of Luck and they're clear from Tyler Brett on the outside and whose idea was this as they corner and then Volt and Tin in the straight they run though and still Ideal Liner in front on the outside coming at it strongly now is uh, Stroke of Luck whose idea was this and also uh, Tyler Brett but it's whose idea was this getting up on the inside and whose idea was this has won from Stroke of Luck in the centre Ideal Liner and Tyler Brett. Well, that's a real blowout result. None of the favourite horses were there. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Tasty Delight snuck away before the 400. He's got them off the bit and chasing. He's opened up a lead of eight metres, but he's flat chat. Out of the pack, act now deep. Seb's Choice yielding ground, running on from the back. Another New South Wales horse, Captain Crusader. Soho Bollinger and held up for run. Ideal Dan, 27.70, smoked down the back. Tasty Delight. He set sail for the judge with a big lead. Act now's trying hard. Captain Crusader's late on the scene with better isolate from downtown, but it's still Tasty Delight. He's going to lead all all the way and win the Group 1 APG for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. Tasty Delight beats Act now. Third was Captain Crusader. Yeah, well deserved Group 1 win for Tasty Delight as well. He's been uh, a really good horse since his two-year-old days and gets the APG final for Brian Portelli and Blake Fitzpatrick went down and drove it and had to come straight back. He couldn't, mm. couldn't, couldn't mm-hmm. stay anywhere in Melbourne because of the lockdown. Um, but this segment is brought to you by Loans 123, Car Loans Debt Consolidations. Who do you see? The Nude Nuts, Steve Sell. Our man. Loans123.com.au and Mort's... If he can't get you sorted, Rads, then no. there's just... No help. No Correct. hope in the world for you. And one man that needs no introduction yes. is our... Uh, Are you going to give him one? Yeah, we're going to give him one <laughs> because uh, we love him and he got us out you on uh, Friday night yeah. um, uh, with his last tip there, which was great. Uh, Mr Ben Cray, welcome along. How are you, boys? Good win by Tasty's Delight. Good to see New South yeah. Wales better than Victoria yet again. That's why I played it as well, BK. Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> Got to stick with the strength. But he, he exactly. has been a very good horse, Tasty Delight, hasn't he? He's um, Very good. Cool. And he surprised me with his gate speed there. It's not usually yeah. electric off. I didn't think it would leave. But, uh, geez, there's not many better than Blake when he's uh, no. on song. I'll tell you that much. He, I was, was going to say, that might have helped. Confidence. Yeah, that yeah, might have helped. Always Blake. back very, in with confidence. Great money drive. Always has been and uh, continues to yep. do so. All right, Royal Newcastle today. We've got a couple of tips, and we're going to start with race number five, the roll on Gidget. What do you got for us, BK? Look, I tipped this one for us uh, as, as an outsider last week, number two, Code Blue. It didn't really get a lot of luck. It was five pegs there in the race, one by Dunbill. They got home in 56.5, so it probably wasn't entitled to make too much ground, to be honest, but it's a lot better draw and uh, a similar field, except the winner's not there, and the winner absolutely brained them last week. So um, I'm, I think around the $4.50 to $5 mark, Looks like value to me. The main danger, probably the eight, Miss Piggy Wiggy. 
But uh, look, um, $2.70, $2.80 from the outside draw there. It has got gate speed. It may probably cross, but I think ours might be a lot closer tonight. And I think it's got some ability here for Darren Ray. That's race five, number two. Yep. And he's then we're going to go to race... Sorry, yeah. He's 440 yeah. on tab. In from $5, so a bit of support already from him. Oh, I had a little couple of dollars on him earlier. Beautiful. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, still value for mine. And then yep. we'll go to race seven, uh, number eight. This one's a fairly weak field. Mr. Woodport for my man, Clayton, goes okay. Um, it's only going okay at the moment, and I would dare to say it's probably a better miler rather than the 2,000 metres of today, even though it's got good enough stats at the 2,000. But I'm looking at number eight, Sandy Lockenvar, which is a mile down in class. It's coming out of the Hunter uh, regional heats where it only got beat 14 metres behind Soho, Soho Sonata and then another 11 metres behind Rock and Lachlan. Um, if you look at its runs, it's actually got home pretty well in those type of race, in those races too. Um, look, last last win was over the, over the mile here, and it ran 156.5. Um, this is the 2,000 metres. Um, it's only had one win from 30, but those runs in the Hunter were, were pretty good races. And this is a zillion classes down in grade. And the James Kennedy stable goes all right when they uh, when they fire. And around the two dollars ninety, I think that's Still value. I've got a clear favourite even from the bad draw there. Race seven, number eight, Sandy Lockenbar. Yeah, James has always had a small but select stable. But I'll tell you what, they win the races they should, which is which is what you want yeah. to see when you're backing a trainer. And I didn't mind one of his earlier in the night at a place at a big odds, uh, Marika Springfield. I think it's in race two. There's a there's a couple of shorties in the race, but it might go okay for third along the pegs. There, there is five dollars dollars ish available to place it. Race two, number yeah. nine. Race two, number nine, $34.440 on Tab Touch. Uh, BK, thanks for your time again today. A couple of tips there, and hopefully it uh, really gets us pumped for Gloucester Park because we've got plenty of cash moving into our, our man Bomber Hills tips. Which well, be hopefully I can just build a... Yeah, I will. I'll be getting a little <laughs> bank for will. Bomber because he's the man, you know that. Isn't he? Isn't he? Good on you, BK. Thanks for your time. Speak to See you next you, week. See you, boys. Thank you, BK. Yeah. There we go. BK, our man from uh, New South Wales, and again, we're all Newcastle. The tips, he's been on fire. He has. He's, been, he's a good man. He's one of the best in Australia. And, Michael, next week is our first birthday oh, show. Really? Which you knew, months. of course. 12 but, months. Uh, well, we have spoken about it. Yeah, 12 yes. months. Amazing. 12 I can't months. believe we've got through it. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe we're still here. Well, I can't <laughs> believe anybody's still listening. <laughs> they let us in the door every week. Yes, uh, they listen because of our... Men, uh, our men, yeah. Bomber and BK. Yeah, they're the two. And, and so great show today. Adam Hamilton, as always, just Brilliant. fantastic. Um, Bomber's going to give us a few uh, winners and so too, BK. Uh, Mortz, thanks for your time. And uh, next week, the big anniversary show. We'll be back then. Look forward to it. All right. Until, you, until next time, it's bye for now. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.